This is a Queensland Department of Education podcast. World Teachers Day is a special day on the school calendar. It gives us the opportunity to acknowledge and celebrate the wonderful work of all teachers across our state. I'm Virginia Bowditch from the Department of Education and I'll be talking to some of Queensland's extraordinary teachers and some of the students they have inspired. Today, primary school teacher Marie Wimhurst from Sheldon College and former student Scott Miller join me. Hi, Marie and Scott. Thanks for talking to me today as part of our World Teachers' Day series. Good morning, Virginia. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Really excited to be here. Can we start with you, Marie? How long have you been a teacher and what inspired you to choose teaching as a career? I've been teaching for 18 years. Currently, I teach you six English and Humanities in a middle college setting. What inspired me to become a teacher? Hmm. My daughter's year one teacher was an incredible young man. I went into the class as a parent helper and was totally in awe of this young fellow. We became close and he kept saying to me, Marie, you must become a teacher. You were born to be a teacher. And I certainly thought about this. Then, due to changes in my personal circumstances, I found myself raising my young daughter by myself. I wanted to be an inspiration to her. Show her no matter what happens in life, with hard work and dedication, you can succeed and thrive. So they were the two main inspirations that set me on my journey to becoming a teacher. What is it that you love about your job? Working with children and building strong relationships. Children's well-being and relationships are at the heart of everything that I do. Encouraging children to believe in themselves, challenge themselves, be curious, develop a love of learning, laugh, have fun, take risks, stand out from the crowd. My life is built on two basic principles, respect and honesty. I instill this into my students from the moment they enter the classroom. It is integral that each child's ideas and opinions are valued. Students need to feel safe to express their feelings and learn to respect and listen to others. What other occupation allows you to do all of this? Why wouldn't I love my job? And what is it that makes teaching so rewarding? Getting to know children and connect with them. I need to get to know students, who they are, where they come from, how they fit within society. Then, and only then, will real learning take place, I believe. Watching children grow in every way and succeed. Use their failures to learn from. But also, children who are disengaged, who do not want to learn. Those who cause issues in the class are the ones that need you the most. Getting through to children like this and seeing them start to engage and believe in themselves, wanting to learn, becoming curious, starting to take risks, this is beyond rewarding. Scott, thanks again for talking to me today. Can you tell me a little bit about what you've done since leaving school? You're 20, is that right? Yeah, so just turned 21 recently, actually, and it's been a roller coaster since finishing school. So for me through high school, I ended up starting my own business when I was 14 years old as part of a business program through the school and went from selling keyrings at local markets to selling a few thousand units of keyrings a month on online platforms like eBay and Etsy when I was in grade 10. And finishing year 12, I was running one of the country's leading holographic entertainment companies, creating holograms like you see in Star Wars and Iron Man for the events and marketing space. Now, since finishing school, I've had, yeah, a roller coaster of a ride. Um, I ended up running my business full-time, turning down university scholarship offers and full-time job offers after graduating. And at the same time, also found myself 
um, working in the education space, we had a lot of teachers reaching out saying, hey, Scott, you've had this um, experience doing business and technology um, in school whilst also studying business and technology. Could you come and teach our students about entrepreneurship and innovation and STEM? So um, BOP today, my company, BOP Industries, um, we're an edu education company. We teach primary and high school students about entrepreneurship, innovation and STEM. And in the past three years, we've worked with 50,000 students in 36 cities around the world, which has been an amazing experience. Um, and I've loved every second of it. What did you study at school that led you down that path? So I think for me at school, I was always a relatively good kid. Like I applied myself to my studies. I was well behaved um, and I did relatively okay academically, but I'd never really found that one thing that I was just obsessed with. Um, I was definitely a plane nerd back in the days. Um, I always thought I was going to be a commercial airline pilot, but I think what I loved about business was it helped me make sense of the world around me. I realized that everything we interact with is a business and it's a brand. What I also loved was that by running my own business, I was getting access to opportunities that most kids my age never got access to. I mean, I was going um, to corporate networking events and meeting CEOs and politicians and prime ministers and then getting back in my school uniform and going to school and sitting maths exams. So it was a pretty crazy experience. I always say to kids, it was like that Hannah Montana experience um, throughout high school. And then since graduating, I've kept having those opportunities. And I think it's sort of fast tracked to my career. Um, as a 21 year old with no formal qualifications, I'm an entrepreneur in residence at Griffith University and lecture at two other universities um, across the country. I get to work with um, leading multinational brands. Um, and yeah, I also get to work with principals and teachers and heads of departments, um, shaping what the future of education is going to look like, which is, yeah, just an amazing experience, I think, as someone um, of my age, being able to access these opportunities is what I really love about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I understand Marie, Mrs. Wimhurst, was somewhat of an inspiration to you. Can you tell me how she inspired you? Yeah, absolutely. So I think Mrs. Wim's year three class was definitely the highlight of my schooling experience. Um, and I think what I really loved about Mrs. Wim was she made learning cool and made it a really exciting thing to be a nerd and to have a passion for learning and finding out new things. Um, I remember that was always the highlight. Like every week I would come home from school and just be going on to my parents about something new that I'd learned about it specific toucan species in the um, rainforest, or I'd be talking about a new mathematical um, terminology that we were learning about. And I think that was the cool thing that I loved about Mrs. Wim was it really made me believe that knowledge is power. And I think that's something that I've kept with me um, ever since year three. That's fantastic. I know you were quite young when you were in Mrs. Wimhurst's class, but do you feel she helped inspire you to do what you do today? Absolutely. I think honestly, being in Mrs. Wim's class helped put me on the track that I ended up following after finishing school. Um, what I loved about Mrs. Wim was she wasn't afraid to challenge us and she wasn't afraid to talk to us as equals. Like we weren't just eight-year-olds and year three students like a lot of other teachers would treat us. She would treat us as equals. I think what was also fantastic about it and values that I still have today was that Mrs. Wim wasn't always the gatekeeper of all knowledge. She wouldn't be afraid to say, look, I don't necessarily have the answer to that question but let me help you find that answer. And I think that's what I really loved about her teaching style was that she wasn't necessarily a sage on the stage style teacher. She was a facilitator of learning. And even when, we didn't, even when she didn't have the answers, she'd help us find those answers. And that's what I really loved about it. What would your advice be to others about recognising and valuing the work of teachers and how they can shape and influence students' lives? I think my advice to others around recognising the value of teachers and the impact they have on a student's life is that you never know what it is that's going to really stay with a student. I think for us as educators, our job is to expose students to as many different things as possible to help them find that one thing that really clicks with them. 
that might be a particular topic that they're incredibly passionate about. It might be a way of learning that just really works for them. And I think that's the value that educators and teachers really can offer their students is it's exposing them to different ways of thinking. It's challenging them to push themselves outside of their comfort zones, to be better, to do better, to learn more. And I think at the end of the day, for you as a teacher, something that could be so small, so insignificant, something that you do year after year can be genuinely life-changing for a student and something that your students will remember in 10, 20, 30 years time. And I think that's the really special thing about a teacher is you can have such a profound impact on your students um, through the smallest of gestures and the um, yeah, tiniest of activities. Marie, it must be very rewarding to see past students like Scott making their own way in the world. It certainly is. I've watched Scott's journey for many years, but I knew way back in year three that Scott was going to achieve great things in his life. As an eight-year-old, he was driven. Scott always stood out and I encouraged him to do just that. He was a beautiful little boy in every sense. He was intelligent, curious, loved a challenge, but most importantly, a risk taker. He possessed a real entrepreneurial sense at an early age. I can recall at our class auctions, many children would sit on a particular item that they wanted and bid all of their fake money on it. Scott, however, would bid on multiple items and walk away with a bag full of goodies. Uh, I remember those class auctions. They were always a highlight. And the little baby Yoda um, that we had. It was a styrofoam Yoda when you walked into the classroom. Ever since, every time I see a Yoda, I get a little bit excited and think back to Mrs. Yoda. Marie, do you have any memorable moments in your career that you'd like to share with us that have helped shape the teacher you are today? Look, there are so many, but one in particular really stands out. I taught a young fellow in year six and then again in year seven. He was the most charismatic and likeable young man. A bit of a naughty boy for our school, that is. Everyone loved him. He struggled academically and he knew that he did. I worked hard to make him believe in himself and never give up. Due to his many academic struggles, he often wanted to do just that, give up. I built up an incredible relationship with him and worked hard with him to overcome his lack of self-belief. As he went up the ladder, he would still often come back and seek advice or just sit and have a chat or just annoy me. Towards the end of year 10, I'd heard that he was leaving school to enter trade school. On his last day at school, he came into my room, gave me a bit of cheek, as usual. Then he hugged me and cried and said, I would have left school in year eight, but I didn't because of you. I stayed because of you. You made me believe in myself and believe that I'm worthy of achieving things in my life. You mean the world to me and I will never forget you. That still brings tears to my eyes. Mm -hmm. And for him to come, I think, and admit those things, and it certainly made me see what an impact I'd had on his life. Mm -hmm. So I've had many stories like that, but that young fellow in particular will stay with me forever. Yeah, that's really lovely. Mm. What advice would you give students thinking of studying teaching or career changes moving into teaching? Wow. It is a very hard but rewarding career. I particularly started university as a mature age student and I had a complete career change. I worked for an international airline for many years before I decided to become a teacher. Two totally different worlds, but yet there are also similarities. So to me, if you want to do something in life, go do it. Grab it and go and do it. Believe in yourself and go and do it. What are the similarities between the two jobs, do you think? I think you're working with people. And the minute you work with people, whether it's young people, people of all different ages, walks of life, you see what they bring. And in teaching, you know, it's not only your students you've got in front of you, you're dealing with parents and they can be wonderful or they can be quite tricky at times, you're dealing with other colleagues. So those aspects that I certainly could see pretty much when I entered teaching 
from flying. My flight days have been a flight attendant. There were similarities there. But I think in dealing with people and coping with people and how to manage people, because both jobs, you need very good people skills. And I think that's something often with teaching that people don't see. You know, they sort of just look at you teaching children all the time, but there's so many other aspects to it and so many people you deal with. And lastly, Marie, how will you or your school be celebrating World Teachers Day? Great. Teachers at my school are well and truly recognised throughout the whole week. It's a week-long event, almost, as it goes on. There are social streams that are set up, one for students and one for parents, which allows them to write beautiful messages of appreciation for teachers past and present. It is so special to see messages from students that you taught years before, clearly stating why and how you inspired them. And not only are they stating how you inspired them, but it'll get down to little things that you did when you taught them, you know, way back in year three or year six or year seven, and they can recall that. So it certainly means a lot to them and you can mean a lot to them, which is amazing. Then on our last day of that week on our Friday whole school assembly is dedicated to teachers. We all sit in our special areas at the front of assembly and are made to feel appreciated and special. The whole assembly is dedicated to us and then we leave with a little gift bag full of goodies as we leave. So it, it is a great week. You do feel special and you do feel valued. And I think for teachers, we do what we do because that's what happens. But I don't think we often see how much we are valued. Thank you, Mrs. Wim. It's been such a pleasure um, yeah, being one of your students. And I think, like I said, the things that I learned back in year three and memories that I built in year three have stayed with me all the way now until like 21 years old. Yes, and it, it's lovely to hear that, Scott. Thanks very much. Um, the one that I want you to hold dearest of all, though, is when you're rich and famous, remember that free <laughs> teacher. Oh, well, we've actually got a program coming up with Singapore Airlines chartering a jet, and we might need some flight attendants. Oh, and there some you teachers. go. Thanks very much for joining me, Marie and Scott. It's been wonderful, Virginia. It's been a privilege to be part of this and for Scott to recognise me as a teacher that has inspired him throughout his schooling years and then as he's moved on into the world. So it's been wonderful. So thank you for organising this for us that we could come together and do this. It's been fantastic. Absolutely such a pleasure. So great to catch up. Um, And I think, yeah, to all teachers out there, have a fabulous World Teachers Week and to all students, um, make sure to appreciate your teachers. You never know how valuable they're going to be. Oh, that's good advice. Take care of those teachers. Thank you both very much. Thank you. Thanks. You have been listening to a Queensland Department of Education podcast. The Department of Education acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands from across Queensland. We pay our respects to the elders, past and present, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the culture and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.